Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt.co, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Maisie William tweets about Bitcoin and crypto Twitter is thirsty. Bitcoin's about to hit $18,000. What does somebody from Charles Schwab, Goldman Sachs, and Morgan Stanley have to say about it? And MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor, just one Bitcoin. Coming up today on The Crypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Today is Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. And I know I have other news besides Bitcoin price today. I know nobody cares about anything besides the Bitcoin price, but. I'm going to try to tell you other news besides that Bitcoin already toppled $17,000. It's rushing to $18,000 and nobody is saying that it's going to quit. Not one person I've talked to said, hey, maybe you should be careful. Maybe you should slow down. Nobody's saying that we're going to have a big pullback. Everybody's saying it is just going up and up. And everybody is long, 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 long on Bitcoin. Look, this is not financial advice. I'm not telling you what to do with your Bitcoin. I'm not saying anything. All I'm trying to say is that I talk to a lot of people. I curate the news. I read the news. I talk to people in the space every day, dozens of people. And this is what I'm hearing is that everybody is saying we're going up. So where are we at today? Where are we at right now? Let's take a look at those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 2.15 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $17,618, up 5.6% from yesterday. Ethereum, 476, up 3.4% from yesterday. Litecoin, 73, 64, up 3%. Chainlink, 1281, up 1%. And XRP hitting 30.2 cents, up 6% from yesterday. Total market cap for all of cryptocurrency. We're sitting at $496.7 billion. Ooh, we're about to hit that $500 billion mark here pretty soon with a BTC dominance of 65.9%. And as I said at the beginning, MicroStrategy CEO just won Bitcoin. His stake in Bitcoin is up 50% in three months. His original $425 million investment is now $650 million. Remember, after that, Square put $50 million into Bitcoin, and then it's now $80 million. And just to let you know, you know how we just broke $17,000? Well, that is the first time since January 2018 since we broke that mark. So I want to tell everybody that has been hodling since they bought all-time high Bitcoin, change gonna come. You are almost out of the woods if you bought it at $19,000, then you are almost there. And everybody else, I think the 98% of other people that's been hodling Bitcoin, and if you've been hodling since $13,000, $14,000, $15,000 Bitcoin, congratulations. I know it's been hard. I know you thought you lost your money. Everyone, listen up. You didn't lose your money. Now, you, you have your, technically, you kind of lost your money. But you didn't. You didn't lose your money. And keeping on topic, I want to talk to Bill Noble. He is the chief technical analysis of Token Metrics. 
He's worked for 20 years with Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, and Charles Schwab. So he knows both crypto and he knows traditional. So let's ask him what the hell is going on with Bitcoin. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. This is short notice. You want to know why somebody sent me an email this morning and said, you got to get this guy on because we have things to talk about. Bitcoin hit $17,000 yesterday. I might just hit $18,000 today. And I have one very, very specific question to ask you. What the hell is going on? Okay, simple answer. Monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> okay. okay. Big hedge funds, PayPal, corporates, all players in legacy markets, legacy foreign exchange markets. They're all piling in. Okay. So four fund managers buy Bitcoin, they make 20%. The fifth fund manager goes, Ooh, I'm underperforming. Their investors <laughs> are going, why are you underperforming? They go, oh, I got to buy Bitcoin. And they're just paying whatever price is out there. Mm, right? mm -hmm. They're just like, I got to get involved. Cause if I don't get involved, my investors are going to be upset. And I can't go to the Christmas party or the holiday party because I'll look like an idiot. So, right? so you're basically, this, this is about saving face. This is all about, like you said, monkey see, monkey do. One person went in, everybody else is like, well, Bitcoin's not going to hit 18,000. We better start just hopping on that ship. Right. Uh, you know, look at Tesla and Zoom, right? I mean, if you were an equities player and you didn't own Tesla and Zoom, you would be considered an idiot. It doesn't matter about the valuation. It doesn't matter what happened in 2017 in crypto. If you have to own it, if players have to own it, it's going up. I have an idea that, and I've been telling this on air for quite some time, is that when the stock market goes up, Bitcoin goes up. And I've been, have been kind of seeing that. I mean, look, we just had a great Tesla. We are talking about Tesla. Tesla stock went up like 14, 15% yesterday. Bitcoin went up. It keeps going up. The stock market keeps going up. We're talking about all-time highs for both. Are they correlated? All assets are correlated to the Fed fire hose. Here's how this whole thing got started. The virus has escalated. The governor of Ohio, like in the movie Footloose, has outlawed dancing. That's a very unfortunate and serious situation. Did you, did you know I'm in Ohio? Is that why you said that? No, I didn't. Actually, I, I, I talked to a guy who goes to Ohio State. So oh, okay. So good coincidence there. But, you know, once that kind of stuff starts happening, it's unfortunate for humanity. But Jerome Powell is responsible for keeping the world together because obviously we don't know who the president is and all that, you know, we don't know where the stimulus package is. So Jerome's just got to hit the print button, right? He's just got to flood the market with money. And where does that money go? Tesla, Zoom, S&P, Bitcoin, right? So the worse the situation gets in the near term, the Fed's just got to go nuts. Like how nuts? Here's an example. Between 2008 and 2019, the Fed printed about four to six trillion mm. to support the stock market to recover from 2008. In March, they did 2.6 trillion in a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when these guys are on the tape, Powell, the European Central Bank, and they're saying stuff like whatever it takes, that means they'll go in and print money and buy, they'll buy every financial asset. The Fed bought the whole corporate bond market. You're going to wake up one day and there's going to be a news headlines. Some research analyst is going to suspect the Fed's buying Bitcoin. And mm. why not? Right. People got Bitcoin in their PayPal account. The Fed comes in as the 800-pound gorilla, launches Bitcoin into outer space. All of a sudden, everybody is looking at their PayPal balance and goes, oh, wow, I can afford my rent now. Oh, look, a gallon of milk's up 40%. I don't care. Bitcoin's up 40%. Follow me? Right. right? So, you know, I, I get it. it. It looks like a bubble, but, you know, it, everything's correlated to the Fed firehose. And then keep an eye on bonds because interest rates are falling. They are anticipating 
more QE because that's the way the Fed does it, right? They buy bonds from the treasury and inject money into the system. My, my next question is, obviously, how how much longer can this go on? Look, we've we're seeing all-time highs in the stock market. We're about to hit all-time highs with Bitcoin. Are we going to see a pullback? Are we going to see it just you know retract and, and come back all the, pretty significantly? Or do you think that we're going to be on this roller coaster for quite some time? Excellent question. It's the question of the hour. Short answer is, I don't think it's a roller coaster anymore. Once institutions get involved and start literally draining securities like the S&P 500, now Bitcoin out of a market, here's how the price action goes. It goes up and it goes sideways and everyone looks for a pullback and they don't get it. And then it goes up and it goes sideways and that goes on for a while. And then there's one big scary dip and everyone goes, oh my God. Recession. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, like Greece in 2010, you know, oh my God, you know, capital gains taxes, the first hundred day, I don't know, right? But then what's going to happen? The scarier it is, retail sells, everyone panics. Everyone says they want the dip until the dip comes and it's so scary, they all sell out. That's what happened in equities in 2010, mm -hmm. 2011. Mm -hmm. This whole idea that it's going to crash like 2018, I don't subscribe to that. I think you buy the scary dips and then I think part of the problem is people don't understand that crypto is now going to start trading, or at least Bitcoin, more like equities. And altcoins, which is what we specialize in at Token Metrics, you know, we use AI and machine learning and my analysis, and we're putting it together to where we think altcoins are like the next QQQ, the next NASDAQ, right? The next big investing theme. So to bring it all together, Bitcoin isn't trading like crypto anymore. It's trading like an investable assets. And at Token Metrics, we think, you know, that's going to transcend over to altcoins because guess what? Bitcoin is now not just a currency, it's collateral. You can get an interest rate on it through DeFi. I want to wrap this up really quick, but you said altcoins and I we just have to, you know, touch on this briefly, please. When you say all coins, are we talking about Ethereum and Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash, or are we talking about all the way down the board with the two, three thousand all coins that are all there? Uh, somewhere in the middle. We're talking about, you know, we're talking about Litecoin, ETH, Dash, and the DeFi coins, right? Like your Rens, your Aves, the stuff that mooned in July and August. That stuff, in our view, is going to start trending higher because the more credible Bitcoin is as collateral, as a currency and has an interest rate, the more DeFi plumbing or the DeFi universe can literally just explode. Bill Noble, Chief Technical Analyst at Tokenmetrics. Thank you very much for coming on the show and downloading for us. I think we're gonna have to get you back on. If we see $19,000 Bitcoin, you're coming back on and we're gonna talk do this all over again, okay? Hey, I, I'd love to be here. Call me anytime. You got it, sir. Thank you. Galaxy Digital launches Bitcoin Fund in Canada. Cryptocurrency merchant bank Galaxy Digital said Monday it received legal clearance to launch its CI Galaxy Bitcoin Fund in Canada. The bank has partnered with Canadian fund manager CI Global Asset Management for the launch. Owned by predominant Bitcoin bull Michael Novogratz, Galaxy Digital offers investors access and exposure to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies via its various partnerships. And while some of its funds, such as Galaxy Institutional Bitcoin Fund, are only available to institutional firms in America, the new Canadian fund is open for investments from the general public. Huobi is reportedly looking to purchase BitThumb in a bid to legalize its Korean operations. The deal would allow it to offer customers with a fiat to crypto on-ramp. But Trouble in China, a claim that Huobi disputes, may see the acquisition of BitThumb to be postponed. 
And finally, Game of Thrones star Maisie Williams tweets at Crypto Twitter wondering about Bitcoin and asking if she should go long. Well, we all know what happens when a big star with a lot of followers tweets at Crypto Twitter. It's a pylon. I wonder why they do that. Is it for PR or for other reasons? Are they generally curious about Bitcoin? And here to talk about this is host of About Bitcoin and all around good guy, crypto Twitter influencer, Mr. Cody. Good man. Another day. It's 2020 and Bitcoin's taking off. I'm happy. 100% man. We saw over $17,000 today and that brings everybody out of the woodworks. We have Maisie Williams, former uh, Game of Thrones star coming up and asking people if she should go long on Bitcoin. Man, what is your take on this? Dude, first off, 2.7 million followers. That's what she has. And like, said she should go long on Bitcoin and 50% said yes, but there's 50% that said no. So, I mean, we're still so early. 50% said no. And it's at 17,000. I mean, that's good news to me. Why do you think somebody like her is asking about Bitcoin? Do you think it's like an actual curiosity? Look, I know that she is involved with a tech startup and she's putting her money toward, you know, tech and she's very tech savvy, but do you think she's actually curious or do you think that this is all PR stunt? Um, I don't know. I mean, we've seen JK Rowling do that. She has 14.2 million followers and the traction when a celebrity talks about Bitcoin, I mean, you just have the community jump on them. And I think it's more traction than they see on a normal basis with throwing a million dollar PR campaign at them instead. So you basically think that tweeting about Bitcoin and having crypto Twitter come over there and start, you know, just basically shilling the crap out of any cryptocurrency, any all any kind of shit coin that's going to go tits up in three months is better than any other PR stunt that they could use with that they're going to pay for. Oh, a million percent, a million percent. It's like a million dollar PR campaign. Just mentioning Bitcoin as a celebrity. People lose their minds. Do you think crypto Twitter and in the Bitcoin space is representing themselves properly? Um, I mean, I think we're seeing a big turn towards professionals in this space. We're seeing a lot of people put their actual names and reputations on the line. In 2017, we didn't see that. You know, We're dealing with fully anonymous people. Not many people had their names and careers on their LinkedIn saying they weren't crypto. Now it's a different story. So I still think it's kind of mixed. But I mean, what I'm trying to say is when... She- when Maisie puts that out there, you have her comments just filled. I mean, and, and it just shows like it, it, every time somebody does does that, like when JK did it, it, crypto Twitter jumps on them. It's just like, you know, everybody's just so thirsty. And it's kind of like, are we confident enough in Bitcoin or are we still trying to prove ourselves to somebody? Or like, what is, do you think that crypto Twitter is representing Bitcoin as a, as, as that's our marketing, that's our front facing, you know, uh, a presentation is what people are leaving in the comments. Do you think that we're representing ourselves properly? I think we have a lot of passionate people that know where this space is headed and they're enthusiastic about it and they don't understand how other people don't see it. And that enthusiasm comes through in their tweets. So it, it, it's a hard call. Sometimes it's a really good thing and sometimes it's, it's over the top. Do you think that people like Maisie Williams tweeting about Bitcoin actually does anything for Bitcoin, Bitcoin price? Or do you think that somebody like Michael Saylor does more for it? Uh, Michael Saylor, because that just sends out a huge calling card to all the institutional investors and people we really do want in this space that will put insane capital into the market. If I were to ask you, who out of all the celebrities, out of all the famous people, out of all the politicians around the world were to tweet about Bitcoin next, who would you say was that person? Who would you want? Yeah. Who would you want? That's what I'm asking. I like when Trump tweets about it because it just causes a shitstorm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's never really positive when he does. It. He always wants to ban it. Yeah, that that's true. But that kind of causes us to bounce back even harder, which is nice. Um, 
another celebrity. I'm not, I'm not sure. That's a good call. Maybe My- we can get the whole cast of uh, The Office or somebody to tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That'd be great. But who knows? Well, my number one on the list is Jerome Powell. I want him to be the, the oh, Fed yeah. chair. I want him to come out and be bullish on Bitcoin. People would lose their minds, man. Cody, thank you very much for coming on and chatting with me, man. You have a great day, and I hope to see you more on the show. Awesome, man. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Remember, join our Facebook group. Link is in the description, or you can just search us on Facebook, the Decrypt Daily page and group. I post the videos of all of our interviews there, so if you want to watch the videos, see what these people look like, see what, well, the weird background I'm in because I'm not living at home because my bathroom's getting redone like I told you guys, uh, please join our Facebook group and don't forget to send me an email at MatthewAaron at DecryptMedia.com or MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow and happy hodling everybody.